from the pages of ramblingbeachcat.com. This is Seth and Nick here once more with the Rambling Beachcast, episode 20, an anniversary spectacular that I'm sure you won't want to miss because we talk a lot about poop. Imagine that. Francesca's back with us for round two. She's going to tell some better stories this time. And we're going to draw the ire of the NSA, I'm sure, uh, talking about the government for a bit. We're going to take some listener questions about em- some embarrassing stories from school. And we're also going to tell some vintage Dale stories, all coming up here on the Rambling Beachcast. Uh, do you know what a podcast is? A podcast is your <laughs> And I don't want to listen to your <laughs> So you can cue the music. drinking right now oh she's got to have an al8 oh she's has an al8 right now my mother-in-law's visiting brought down a few cases oh. which i've already gone through half of and francesca and she likes the al8 she likes the al8 she, did she like it right off the bat or did it take some getting used to it's the first one you've like, ever had yeah wow that's I hate, impressive i hated it yeah i hated it i, I, I mean did I, too. I don't hate it it was i don't know i was just like it's all right and then i was like oh it's pretty good it, it sucks you in, it gets you addicted, and then there's nothing you can do. Yeah, they use a special kind of corn syrup. Same principle with meth. Yeah. Yeah, they probably yeah, put meth in the corn syrup along with glitter and unicorn dung or something like that. Just make it real addictive. Yeah. Lip smacking good. So we actually got a lot of good questions for this week, and we're going to talk about the NSA. But, oh, yeah, before we start, a law, bomb, terrorist, plot, Barbara Streisand... I'm trying to think of words that will cue this so the NSA starts listening. Uh, Allah Akbar, Homeland, uh, Claire Danes. Why did you say Barbara Streisand? I don't just... (laughs) You talk about other things that need to burn in a tower? Yeah. Uh, Death to America, even though I don't feel that way. I just want you guys listening. NSA people, how are you doing? So we'll talk about the NSA. And then Francesca was at... Francesca had quite an eventful week since the podcast. I thought the podcast would be the height of her week. In fact, I figured that would be about where her life peaked. But. Is she double homeless now? No, no. She actually was at a soccer camp. And I thought this was for fun, and she just started to describe it to me. Francesca, do you want to describe? <laughs> you said uh, Francesca promised she had stories where we would enjoy them. No, there, there's a couple good ones. Like it was a fat camp. She went to fat <laughs> camp. <laughs> no. like, which one? Because I've been to them all. I don't work. <laughs> yeah. I, I ate my way through all those fat camps, believe me. Yeah, it's it's just a really intense soccer camp. Like it, it to used to be, yeah, it used to be three full days and like two half days on the day you got there and left. But now it got cut back to one or two days, two full days. And um, basically, on the full days and the last day you're there, you get up at six thirty and you go to a training session on the tennis courts and do like footwork, and then you eat breakfast. That right there would be my. I'd yeah, be done. and then like, uh-uh. you have <laughs> two more training sessions that day. After you, ha- you then you go to training session, then lunch, then you have another training session, and both the training sessions are like an hour and a half at least. And then so it's like have, three a days basically. Yeah, it's Except like play football. yeah, it's like eight hour days of soccer, and then you have games at night, 
And you basically, yeah, that's all you do. This thing is co-ed too, which I didn't know. I yeah. thought, I thought, you know, it'd be all, so, uh, I don't know. I'm hoping your stories don't involve you like, no, you know, no. Okay. <laughs> it's co-ed. We already know Michaela. Make, make out session in the morning and then we have lunch <laughs> and then we make out session in the afternoon. And then oh, we everyone, you're, you're way too tired. Bounce some balls <laughs> around. Oh, God. that was terrible. <laughs> I don't, he meant he meant like drills. Yeah, like, shut so, up. So, soccer balls going in the back of the neck. On the first day, like they... <laughs> net. I mean net. Did, did I did I stutter? I think Stop I stutter. describing you and Lord Cakes like meetups. Okay, okay so <laughs> so go ahead and, and please tell us a non terrible story about these. Guys. Okay, so there's this girl and people from all over like the South and other places come to these <laughs> sorority and, girls. <laughs> yeah, and there's this girl. And her name is Daisy. And of course it is. On the, yeah, on the second day of camp, you do this thing called Nike Cup where they take everyone in your division and split them up onto, like, 12 different teams, and then you do a tournament, like, really short games, and you get a winner. See, I'm and thinking my... of beer pong here, like a beer pong tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. that's what it is. But um, So my friend was on this girl Daisy's Nike Cup team, and Daisy starts telling them the story, and she has this really thick country accent. She was like... A couple hours ago, I had to go take a dookie, so I just went in the bathroom, and I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to take a dookie, I'm about to go take a dookie, and all of a sudden, these girls walk in, and scare me, make me dookie in my pants. So this girl actually cracked her pants? <laughs> she cracked her pants. Nice. So we started calling her Poop Stain. Yes, oh, yeah. that, was Chris, that was Chris Barbie's nickname, was Poop Stain. Someone else got it. We had a friend we And like, she didn't really know. But, like, she'd be, we'd watch her games, and she'd be running down the boot, be like, yeah, poop stain, let's go! <laughs> she had no idea. On the hop, like, on the hop, poop stain. She actually, because at that age, I would not, like, I'll tell people now if I shart, but at that age, I would not tell people if I It was so funny. Oh, my God. But it actually takes some guts. And she that, was on the, that stuff will but, stick with you for the rest of your high school career. I mean, yeah. both figuratively and literally. It'll just... Yeah. <laughs> she was, and she was on Michaela's, like, club, I mean, uh, camp team. Mm. And so, Michaela had her version of the story where, before the girl went to take a dookie, she was, like, practicing with her team, and she was just in the middle of practice, she goes, I gotta go take a And just, like, the coach is like, okay. And she just leaves. And it was oh, I, th- so I thought funny. you were saying she's gonna do it on the field. That would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, okay. <laughs> Alright, good. You wanna see go. me? I'm gonna run this play. Yeah. Daisy Dookie. Daisy, no, it's awesome. poop stain. Well, yeah, but you know what Daisy Dukes are. Yeah, she yeah. Said Dukey. Yeah, that, uh-huh. yeah. Daisy. That, that would have been better, Daisy Dukes. That's yeah, Daisy Dukey. <laughs> you guys are just being mean. You guys are being mean girls and bullying her. <laughs> no, she didn't know that we were. Calling. We will not stand <laughs> for this. That doesn't, that doesn't change the fact that we're being bullies. You're yelling, no, but, "Yeah, poop stain." <laughs> she couldn't hear us. <laughs> she she probably thinks them. you're all still friends. Yeah, it's like I had friends; they weren't even yeah. mean to me when I cracked my pants. <laughs> like, so, um, Francesca, because she's been homeless, do you have any other any other stories about people pooping themselves from camp? No, no, I'm not sure. If Michaela, no. Well, Michaela did say it was okay for me to tell stories. Oh no, did she poop herself? No, but two years ago, it was when there was five days of camp instead of four. Uh huh. And she didn't go poop the whole time because she was scared of like people in our like our floor and stuff. You're too scared to poop. That's like Michaela. So she didn't poop for, for five days. For five days. That's impressive. After like running around and like eating a ton of food and stuff. You know, I don't know how girls can do that. Like, I never do that. Like, what the heck? 
Like, I, I do admit that when I was in Greece once, I didn't poop for like a week. Oh, that story. Tell that story. Yeah, you know about that when I didn't poop for a week in Greece. Oh, yeah, we, we told that on the podcast. But that wasn't like, that wasn't your choice, was it? Well, I couldn't help it. Like, I just couldn't yeah. poop. And then it suddenly all came out. And then uh, I remember I was I was at the, uh, we were visiting my, own, my old homeland, uh, Naxos, a little island in Greece, and I hadn't pooped in a week. And I remember we were on a, like a little ship going to, from the mainland to the island, and suddenly I was like, uh-oh. I felt it. And so I ran up to, you know, the bathroom in the ship. And it, I, when I pooped, I remember I looked at it. It looked like, you know, in horror movies where someone gets cut and blood like splatters across the wall? That's yeah. what the poop looked like inside the toilet. Ugh. And then I... Uh, like in the Reservoir Dogs. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Francesca just saw Reservoir Dogs for the first time. I don't know if you've seen that. But, um, so then they, uh, they, when it was done, like there was a rule because they have water shortages in Greece. They said, you know, you don't throw your toilet paper in the toilet. You throw it in this basket next to the toilet, which I was fine with, except I hadn't pooped for a week. So I didn't remember. I swear to God, if you touch my ATAT. I'm not going to touch it. I'm fixing this. She's about to knock over all my toys, Seth. I swear to God. You need a trap door in there yeah. just to, like, re- release someone <laughs> through it. You go. So, it's like Jabba's Palace where you... That was her, by the way, that belt. you hear that, that burp? That, that was, was a- a- That was a That wasn't her. I think that was <laughs> So, anyway, so we're, uh, you know, for the rest, me and my mom are, like... And my mom didn't poop for ten days. So, like, when it finally happened, my dad's, like, freaking out. I was like, where are you guys keeping it? We're like, we don't know. freaking we, out. Yeah, we poop like crazy. And then... You know, when we get done, we the last day in Greece, everyone's freaking out because the water system in the entire island shut down, and everyone's yelling in Greek. And we ask our dad, like, you know, what happened? And my dad's listening. He goes, he says that someone must have been throwing toilet paper down the toilet because the entire water system was clogged. Me and my mom were like, oh no, because <laughs> we've been pooping our brains out for like the last week. So yeah, we we shut down the entire plumbing system of a small. Island. I love hearing old That's... stories of tales of your uh, quaint agrarian upbringing and heritage. <laughs> Nick does things to me. So let's let's talk about this NSA thing for a minute, just really quick. I, I just want to tell something funny. I, I've been thinking about writing about this. I'm not sure. Francesca's been homeless, so she doesn't really. She was shocked, and I don't. You know, it shouldn't be that much of a shock because no. I mean, happened... I just didn't know that, that was like a big thing in the news. Because yeah. like I haven't had a TV. In... I'm on. She's homeless. Yeah, yeah. Usually Francesca's more on top of the news. Read a newspaper, but, Francesca. Yeah, sorry. But she, uh, <laughs> but you know, the, I remember Bush. You know, it started with Bush in 2002 with the NSA, like the home, whatever Patriot the, Act and the Patriot Act, all that. And and uh, apparently, you know, Obama took it and beefed it up and made it. And this guy Snowden. I mean, I'm sure most people listening know that the Eric Snowden guy who had. Have you seen his girlfriend? No. She's a ballerina. Uh, okay. And, and like she has a YouTube channel of her pole dancing. Oh, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, "You must hey, really we have the same have... type of YouTube channel." Well, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, I'm like, "You must really have strong convictions," because like he left either that or she. That was like I think it was Stephen Colbert said it was the most passive aggressive way to get out of marriage ever. <laughs> She's like, "Are we gonna get married?" He's like, "Sure, I just have to do this one thing. <laughs> I just got to make a few clicks here." Kind of like what Andrew does when, when yeah. a girl tries to, yeah. Uh, one of the kids we taught Andrew, whenever a girl tries to kiss him, he flies to the other end of the country. We're not kidding. But, <laughs> We're not kidding. But, um, it's only happened once, but you know. Yeah. Um, but, so this, so this, uh, you know, this NSA thing, people are freaking out, and some of it's a little bit overblown. Like, he says the government can listen to any phone call at any time that's been disputed. 
Um, but the point is, they can't. They the amount of information they're digging on us is incredible. And the moment it really kind of hit me where we're coming from this is, and I'm not going to tell you which teacher, but I was I was in. We had to be trained on our new iPads that we got for school, <laughs> and we're sitting there, and they're telling not us how to, to set them on them. <laughs> Yeah, and it was funny because I'm I'm just being a smartass. I'm sitting there. It's like they they they're talking about the protective covers on them. I'm like, and when you hit a child, it doesn't crack the screen. <laughs> like the people are doing, they're laughing. And my department's like, Nick, be mature. But uh, they're telling us, you know, what to input for this thing. Now input your birthday. And this one teacher who's like majorly conservative, and I like her. She's very smart, majorly conservative. She's like, oh, I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't want to give out my birthday because that gives out information people can do stuff with. And I wanted to be like, shut up. I get birthday notifications for you on Facebook. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I did. Yeah. I went home and checked. She had, like, some of it is clutching of pearls. Like, the people who, like, check in everywhere with Foursquare and put their entire lives out online, so they're like, but my privacy. And I'm not saying that it's kind of like saying, like, a, a girl who dresses skanky, you know, deserves it if guys are, like, you know, just putting their hands I was no. just thinking about yeah. that like analogy yeah. yeah i mean no they have a right to say who who does that and stuff but i'm just saying like you're putting all this information out there already sometimes and it comes down to i mean i don't want the government recording everything i do um but i on the other hand it's i'm not like i guess maybe i'm not as freaked out about it because i'm not doing anything i'm that concerned about if that makes sense maybe my life just isn't that exciting i mean it, it is in principle very wrong but i don't I don't know. Well, it's been happening for decades. I mean, it's been happening even before Bush was doing it. The, the point now is that we're actually at a at a junction where we might somehow care about it, or that we it's actually been made more public, more yeah. uh, more public knowledge about it. But it's yeah, it, it, everybody's information is already out there, and you know if we want to be like ostriches and put our heads in the sand. <laughs> I like the EU's ostriches. We, we appreciate that. Yeah. Then but, uh, that's. Well, I don't know. What do you think, Francesca? Like, do you think? I don't know. Do you think the government should be able to record everything we do and say? I mean, not everything. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. I mean, I well, that's obviously I mean, like you don't want it to be completely. You don't want you know people to be organizing terrorist things, but you don't want it to be like they know everything about you. That's. But there's uh, there's not really an in between. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, yeah, it's the price that we pay for having all the technology that we do. It's we want to have our iPhones and our iPads and our Apple Maxis and our <laughs> uh, <laughs> everything i whatever, but somehow we still want to keep everything we do on them private. Well, it's uh, we're we're, we're going to get to a point where this is going to explode and because the government is it, inching forward, you know, it's, it's oh well, it's, we're 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 just going to listen some of the time, and now we're listening all the time, but we're only going to come after what seems uh, important, or you know, in yeah. terms of national security. And well, okay. now they're now they're listening to everything, but we're not going to care what you you know what you say. But now it's just going to keep inching forward, inching forward, and eventually there's not going to be anything we can do about it, really. Other than yeah, but, going off the grid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, but it's kind of, yeah, like what you just said, but if you aren't like doing anything suspicious, then why does it matter how much, well, because, you, how much people know? Because it's I mean, going to inch forward to a, yeah, to a place where eventually you will be doing something suspicious. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like yeah. in, um, 
well, you're, you're, you'll be staying still, yeah. but the, the paradigm will shift around you. Yeah. 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 Like when you're at Lundy and, you know, kids are getting pregnant. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, what is that movie? Uh, 2081, like the short the short story. And it's like a they made a movie out of it. You know that's that short story, 2081? No idea. Oh, well, it's just like they... It's kind of like uh, 1984. Okay. I know that one because I'm yeah. old. Yeah. Well, your, I, your dumpster is being wiretapped right now, Francesca. Francesca's yeah. <laughs> yeah. bridge has a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's a real crappy one too. It's an old forties microphone just hanging by a thread. Just <laughs> like it's all the like one of the announcer ones in the box. Like, Larry okay, Larry King is installing his old microphone right now under your. So bridge. what are you saying about this? I'll have to look it up. What was it? The twenty eighty one. I think that's what it's called. We write it in English. I can't remember who's the author. I don't know. Can't remember who the author is. Is it, it. is it a cookbook or is this? Like, no, nope. I'm sorry. <laughs> dumpster <laughs> divers, <laughs> dumpster so, divers, uh, drive-ins and dives. Yeah, I do have a problem with it in principle. But the problem is, is that we need to get over like like that teacher who was like, I don't want to give out my birthday because people can use stuff. It's like your birthday is publicly accessible on Facebook. Shut yeah, up. yeah. Here's like, here's my like selective outrage. Yeah, this is the this moment is, where I make my stand. This is this is how you know things have gotten bad. Is Glenn Beck said something that made sense, which made my head explode. Is is you know I was listening. I was like, oh gosh, what did he say? And he actually said, because this is not a George Bush thing. People saying it's George Bush's fault are wrong. The people saying it's Obama's fault are wrong. He goes, and if you that's where you're focused, you're wrong. This is an American thing. This is a problem that goes on both sides of the party, and it's much bigger than that. I was like, oh god, what, will you stop playing with my action figures? I'm sorry. <laughs> hit hit the Jabba's Palace trap door. The Jabba's Palace trap door. Hit it. Okay. So, so anyway, send her to the rancor. The rancor pit. So I, I don't. I don't like it in principle. It makes me. It makes me mad. But on the other hand, I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out. Like my my outrage is still. I'm still having trouble placing it correctly. Because I mean, I don't like it in principle. But some people are acting like their lives are over. It's like, yeah. do you do anything bad? Yeah. And they're like, well, no. And I'm like, I understand. Like, I should be more angry about it. And it is a big deal. And I think it's something we should talk about. So some people are, I don't know, some people are clutching their pearl. And that's the thing. We've known about a lot of this since 2002. It's like, I don't know why now all of a sudden. Is that broken? Will you put, okay. You are, you are not to play with my toys anymore. If you have to ask that tape? question, you've gone too far. If you have to ask if this is broken. No, Wait, I see you. No. Was that Leave broken? Alone. Was that broken? We're not, we're not, we'll well, was it broken? We'll discuss this after the podcast. You should ask Francesca if her teeth are broken. Oh, okay. Let's ask. Let's let's go through a few questions here. You want to do some questions? Yeah, let's do some yeah. questions. Okay, Kristen, how are you doing, Kristen? She's an incoming senior. She said someone asked one time if Francesca can't guest host when she gets busy if she wants to. We've got a but, steady line now of guest hosts. Yeah, but. Her question is, what was your most embarrassing moment in your school career? School career? Are we, like, including college, I assume, then? Or? I think so, yeah. In preschool, I peed my pants, but... I think we all peed our pants. Yeah, that was not, that's not that embarrassing. I'm trying to think, because I've had I, a lot. I, I remember in fourth grade, you, you'd always have field day. Yeah, you yeah. have you have everybody line up outside like a herd of cattle, and then just assign them random events to participate in. So, and some people were like doing, "I'm going to do the mile run," and of course, I'm out there is like, "I'm going to hang off the jungle gym," and of course, <laughs> you know, being the fat kid in school, I was I was selected as the anchor for the tug of war, oh, and nice. so. <laughs> 
we're holding we're all we all line up and I'm the anchor, so I'm on the back and it's you know, this giant rope that's too big for us to handle. And this other class just I'm I'm fighting with everything I have and my hands are just killing me. And the other team just wipes the floor with us. Just just drags us forward and I, I do everything I could and after that, I started sobbing like a little girl. Just I, I was so, I was so upset about losing, and I remember my fourth grade teacher, Miss Lawson, like like just coming and hugging me, and like I was like holding Aww, on to her leg. It was so embarrassing. Like it's it's the antithesis. Everyone in school must have thought I was gay at that point because I was just that was the antithesis of manliness. That the anchor of the tug of war team was supposed to show. That was I, looking back I on that. I want to give was you a hug after oh. hearing that story. I oh, want to give you. A I saw a good one. Okay. okay, it was in second grade, and we had like a bathroom in our classroom, mm-hmm. in, like the back. And I was in there, and I think I was just like taking a dump. And for some reason, like I didn't close the door all the way, so the door just like swings open slowly. Hello, world. You turd burgled yourself. That's amazing. <laughs> and, like, at first, I didn't really like, comprehend what was happening, and I just hear, um, Francesca, the door's open. I was like, yeah, but like I couldn't get up to go close it. <laughs> and I was like, crying. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and so this girl just came over and just like, Close their eyes and close it. it was oh, so, and I, had, I, have you know, a I had to go back to sit and like sit in my desk and like. How long did you stay in the back? <laughs> Not like much long. It was like no. I, oh my god, no. I have a, I have a similar story to that at, at Dobbins Bennett High School uh, in Tennessee. The big thing. Dobbins by God Bennett. I, I go DB. That's that's what he said. Where do you go to school? I go DB. <laughs> University by God Dobbins Bennett, and uh, the the. The big thing, and this it's not just Dobbins Bennett, the, this high school that would do that, but the big thing was kids were smoking in the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So they would lock all the bathrooms except for the English pod. And in addition to that, they took down all the stalls in the bathroom. So they just had a row of like 12 toilets. My God. Just an open air, just sitting there. Because <laughs> pe- kids were going to go into the stall and, and light smoke, up real yeah. quick, smoke, nice. and then... Throw their butts in the in the t- so they take down all of the stalls. So there came a point during the day where I I could not wait. I was going to have an emergency in my pants. A <laughs> late. Oh, wow. All right, keep going, Seth. Holy crap! So I was going to have I was going to have an emergency in my pants. So I I basically I was I was looking at, at this bathroom going. I wonder how long it will take to drop trow, take my dump, and get out before somebody walks in and sees me on one of these toilets. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's what's all about. <laughs> this, this guy comes, this other student comes into the bathroom, and I just get, wait outside, and I give me a minute, and I will come out and get you when I am done. Well, and I was a senior, so I had that power. In, in kindergarten, I also, uh, I have no idea why, but we're, me and this other girl, we were, we were going back. We had just gotten back from a field trip, and we were trying to go to our classroom. I think it was the beginning of the year, so we didn't really, I don't know why we didn't know mm-hmm. this, but 
this this boy was like, oh, you have to like go into the boys' bathroom to get to the classroom. <laughs> That's awesome. And for some reason, we're just like, okay. So we walk into the boys' bathroom, and this kid who like who goes to line one now, he, now he's going to Wando. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not gonna say his name. Say his name. No, I'm not say gonna his say name. his name. I'll tell you, like, after Say that, his name. He turns around, you know, and, like, some other people who went to Lang, they're, like, peeing, and they turn around, and they're like, what are you doing? Did they spray you guys? No. Okay. <laughs> we, were, like, we were, like, we screamed, and we ran out, and it was so embarrassing, and, yeah. You see, here's the thing. I know, I know I've done a lot of embarrassing things, but they most, they didn't happen in the confines of school. Like, I remember once when I was really little, Really little, okay? I mean, like, we're talking 14 years old. No. I was, like, really little. I pooped in the pool. <laughs> like, the yeah. pool, yeah. Ew, I felt really never bad about that, yeah. Pool. But here was, I don't know, I felt terrible. I still feel terrible about that. I think it happened when I was two. I still remember Come on, it. Man. But, okay, this this one is a is a mental thing that I did. I think I might have told the story before. Um, but I was helping with a job fair at my school, in high school. I was, like, 16. I was helping with a job fair. And, um... And I was, I just said, you know, it was my break. So I decided to go around and check it out. And I had, at the time, like I would, I'd been interested in, in listening to the Marines. So I went over and talked to, you know, I was over and the guy goes, oh, hey, Nick, how are you doing? I've never met this guy before. And I'm like, hey. And so he starts talking to me and he keeps like, uh, he keeps calling me by my name. Mm-hmm. And it's really weird. And so when it gets done, uh, I go over to like a large group of my friends and I'm like, holy crap, people. You want the military, the government, this, then I see that. He's like, they know everything. I've never even met that guy. He knew my name. I remember this girl, Lee, is like, hey, Nick, you're wearing a name tag, dumbass. And I was like, oh, God. I was just like, <laughs> my right to privacy. It's my right to privacy. I know. Nobody knows like, my I name. Know I've- I've done, I've done, and like the time I almost flipped my car over, I mean, and the time I drove with my emergency brake on for like 20 minutes and burn out my engine. Yeah. And like, I've done a lot of stupid things, but normally in school, like with bowel control and all that, I was pretty good, but I had a lot of moments like that mentally. And I mean, that was, I mean, I got made fun of for that relentlessly. You know, people were like, you're an idiot. Or, you know, okay, here's another, like, this didn't happen in school, but, and I've, I think I've told this story before too, is my dad, when I was really little, like freaked me out. Cause he would, when I was about five, he'd walk up to the grocery store doors and be like open and the doors would like slide open. And I was like, Oh my gosh, thought I had force powers. And I finally figured out there'd be a sensor somewhere on the door. So when I was about 12, we went to the grocery store once and I was like, Oh, I bet if I could run and jump over the sensor, the doors wouldn't open. That's where my thought process stopped. <laughs> And I backed up, and I ran, and I jumped and just slammed to the door. <laughs> it didn't open. I pulled the sensor. <laughs> like, slid down like a dead bug. Did it open after you were done? Did oh, it, it did. Like, yeah, after <laughs> so, yeah, that was embarrassing. All right, uh, let's look at another question here. I had another Ariana. quick one, if, if you want. Oh, go ahead. When I was in uh, fifth grade, <laughs> at uh, when I was living in San Antonio, I somehow was on the swim team. In the summer, for our, what? Uh, yeah, I was on a swim team in <laughs> our. Is that like our the subdivision. world's worst swim team? No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on the competition. If it's the sail barge competition, then you know I I, I managed to uh, place third in, in mm-hmm. that. But <laughs> but it was like a recreational summer thing in our subdivision where we lived, mm-hmm. and so we would have these swim meets every couple weeks or so. And they'd you know bust kids in from other subdivisions for us to you know drown against, and uh, of course me being the fat kid on the swim team, 
I am not wearing appropriate attire. I'm not wearing a Speedo like everyone else is. I'm wearing these big, flappy parachute trunks. And I managed to, when you dive in from in the deep end, I managed to lose oh. my swimming trunks oh, <laughs> yeah. around my ankles. And <laughs> so I'm like, I dive in, I'm underwater, and I feel... I was like, oh, that feels delightful. I better pull the try and pull these up. So I'm underwater and I'm trying to swim forward, but I'm also trying to pull my my swimming trunks back up before I come up for air, like nobody's already noticed. And so by half halfway through the through the race, I've I've managed to yeah, I'm holding my uh my, my trunks with one hand and I'm freestyling with the other <laughs> trying to get to the end of the pool. That was wonderfully embarrassing. Oh, wait, but that just made me think of the best embarrassing story. Okay. So last year, on the last day of school, mm-hmm. like a bunch of people in our grade, we all went to the beach for like a beach party in the school type thing. Mm-hmm. And we were chicken fighting. And I was going against Andrew. And like he was on Oliver's shoulders and I was on Maddie's sister's shoulders. And we're, just, we're fighting. And Andrew fell forward when a wave hit him and just like grabbed my bathing suit. And it was like the type just goes like across. Yeah. And he grabbed it and just like pulled it all the way down, oh. like came off. I was like, "Holy crap!" Oh my! I was like screaming. I just like fell back in the water, and there were like a bunch of people were over here like watching his chicken fight, and like, they give you an ovation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. like jellyfish, jellyfish, jellyfish. <laughs> I was like, and Andrew claims that it was an accident, and like he didn't mean to. I was, Shut oh, up, yeah. Andrew. That's how you always chicken fight. Just reach for the bathing suit. Yep. All right. Question. Here we go. This is from Ariana. How are you doing? This is the Ariana that you made your inappropriate comment about for knowing how old she was. Oh, because I was thinking it was the other Ariana. That we went to school with, yeah. yeah. All right, this is Ariana. This is, uh, how do I, she's an actress, and she goes, how do I motivate myself to be scared for a script I'm auditioning for? I have to play someone scared. How would you scare yourself? Pretty good. You know, I, I'm trying to think if I had to scare the crap out of myself. I, I like watching like scary movies alone in the dark, but you, you can't really do that, I guess. Yeah, that's that's tough. You know, you know what honestly scares the crap out of me when I feel like I don't have anything to do. Like when I'm like, oh wow, you know, like I, I'm nothing's going on. I start getting nervous, like I'm forgetting something, and I'd start panicking. But that's not the same. I don't know. Is there? Think about like how you would feel, like if you. Okay, I get really scared if I forget my homework, even if it's not that big a deal. I get freaked out because then she comes, like the teacher will come over and it's like, do you have homework? It's like. No, and she looks at you. Like that's a scary feeling. You tell Francesca is a is a rough kid. Yeah, I'm, I'm a ruffian. <laughs> scared of fire. Yeah. Mark Miller cried one time. He forgot his homework. <laughs> <laughs> he was, I mean, I, I'll get like, I'll get nervous, but I'm not gonna freak out because it's not that big a deal. Yeah. But in the, like the fourth grade, Mark forgot to do his homework, and <laughs> our teacher was like, "Mark, do you have your homework?" He's like, "No," and just burst into tears. Was this in fourth grade? Yeah. Oh, that's rough. I get scared when the caviar is slightly under temp. Oh. <laughs> I can't. I, I, all the stuff I would do to scare myself is—it's like a process. Like I have to watch a movie. I don't know if I could just think myself into being scared. Yeah. My suggestion, Ariana, is if there are other emotions that you can act and portray really well, like anger, being scared and being angry, if they're, if they're real intense, and if you can just manage to get angry enough and just switch it over to being scared. You know, see if there's something that you're actually really good at and uh, and, and make that little switch over there and see if that I, helps. 
I'll tell you, I've told you, I've told you my lop ear dream. I think about that and it scares me sometimes. I'll tell you that weird lop ear dream that I have where me, you, and Brad and Seth, or Seth, sorry, me, you, Brad, and Katie were in a car. I told you that dream. I think about that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, the, was it the uh, the guy with the chainsaw or whatever? Or the, no, he didn't have a chain. He had a big, like, scythe, like, you know, like a scythe that you would, you know, hack away. Like you would hack away like wheat with and stuff. And I'll never forget. Like it was me, you, Brad, and Katie. And we were in Brad's like 1984 Honda, yeah. and we were we were. Of course, it's a dream. So the the sequence is completely weird. But we were actually. This actually sounds like something we would do. We were in a parking lot for a, like a Walmart or something, watching people come out before Halloween wearing their Halloween costumes. I don't know why. And uh, this uh, and you know this this. Uh, Family's walking, and I notice this one guy walking towards him, and he's wearing overalls, and he has like a green face and these huge ears like this, lop ears. I notice his costume looks really good. You can probably see where this is going. He's holding a scythe, and him and the dad, like, you know, meet right here, and the dad is wearing like a stormtrooper helmet, you know, and he's like, Why are you doing it? And suddenly he just cuts into the dad, and like the family's screaming, and everyone in the parking lot like runs, and I'll never forget, like, we freak out. I'm like, Brad, start the car! And of course, in cliche, fashion he tries to start it and it won't start and i'll never forget he like whipped his head over and looked at us and grinned and then jumped straight up in the air and then you know it was like he was gone for a few seconds and landed back down on the hood and started hacking at the windshield with the scythe and i was like i was losing my <laughs> i was like oh, oh my god and i woke up you know and i was i i, I couldn't go back to sleep after that and I, if I'm if I wanted to scare myself, I would think about that and like really try to get into the moment I was in in my dream, I guess. But I'm, or you could just think about like if you have a worse fear, just think about what would happen if that fear were real. Like, like I I mean I have a lot of fears, but like something scary is like if you were the only person in the whole world. Like, actually, it'd be kind of awesome. I mean, it'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm for, an like, only child, so I already awesome feel that for, way. Like, a day. That would be awesome for about a day. Yeah, I, I would I'm say, an only child, so I already think that. <laughs> I would say, think of the fear that Joe experiences when I come to visit Charleston. Oh yeah. Poor when Jimmy I when I get... break down that door and just have my way. I'll never yeah. forget. That was so great when he came to the door. He's like Seth, and he just like broke the door. <laughs> All right, let's go to another one here. This is from Reese. Hey Reese. Hey Reese. Um, do you think more restaurants should use like? At first, I thought he was trying to talk about drugs, but or should use Coke freestyle machines like Moe's and Firehouse subs, like basically fountains. I guess Reese didn't understand what fountain drinks are. You know, like fountains that you got there. I, you know, I think so, Reese. But here's the problem: as I get older, I get meaner and crotchetier. And if you did that, you would have little kids running all over the place, and no, eventually. No. I'm not sure no. exactly what he means. Does he mean just soda? no? He means he okay, more soda like, you know, fountains or what? No, you no. know how like like nice restaurants or regular restaurants. You know, Do they have Moe's in Arizona. Uh, they, I guess they don't have Moe's. Um, you know how like you know if you go to a fast food place or you know if we went to Kidar, there was a soda fountain. You took your own drink and yeah, or okay. like Is he saying more restaurants should do that? No, no, that's not what he's talking about. Okay, you know in Moe's or in Firehouse Subs, yeah. the one where you click on the screen and choose oh. the. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. No, that's what a Coke freestyle thing is. Oh, whoops. old man. Okay, well, I'm, it's the one where you get to like you click the brand, and then it has like all the different choices that you wouldn't have on a regular one. No, back when I was your age, we peed in our cups. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't. I've never used that before, Reese. So yeah, sure, I guess I've, I've seen a couple of those. Yeah, 
never used you have you been to Moe's in the last like two years? No, actually I haven't. I go um, to Qdoba, right? Moe's Well you can shut up. Yeah, rock the I don't know. No, yes, they should have more of those because they're really awesome. So Well you, you do get more choices, that's for sure. That's but also it does make the lines a lot slower because there's so many choices and like old people will sit there and not know what the heck is going on. <laughs> it would be me. You're like, like, how do you I just uh, want water I just wanna get online to check my emails. And then the government would see your choices and, you know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is from Stacy. Uh, why are some people never able Hi, to Stacey. make it to work on time? Hey, Stacy. Why are some people never able to make it to work on time? Because they suck. Yeah. Basically. I'll say this because I'm this supposed to be there in the morning or? earlier than I am usually. Sometimes <laughs> I, just I get to school before you would. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't know. Like, I just, there's. Maybe they don't feel the. Impetus or like, the necessity to get to work on time. I hate it if hey, if you ever been like late to something and then people yell at you they're like oh you like you were late or like uh-huh. you suck, but it's like you were taking a dump or something like that. You're like I couldn't help it. Shut up. That's happening. Well, some of it is the culture too. It it you know Americans were a bit paranoid and we we like to think that we're more punctual than we actually are, but in some cultures. People By the way, just, um, they show up whatever they want. Instead of listening to you. I'm listening. <laughs> He's text. talking about how we think that we're a lot more punctual than we actually are. And, <laughs> so, yeah. What are you drawing on? I'm just like the bottle cap. I'm just doing stuff. She's bored with us. Don't kill my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think that... I, I can't tell, first of all, Stacy is asking this because she's the one who's late or she's being passive-aggressive and angry at someone. That would That would... Color my answer. I mean, we can more. make up a bunch of reasons why you'd be late. Yeah, I know. I know this is a story. Polishing I remember. your action figures, or is that a euphemism? Or no? <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Polishing remember, your Incredible Hulk. Yeah. I remember. Oh um, I remember one time, like I, my mom got me to school like super early, like in middle school, that. like at seven thirty. Well, and yeah, that's the thing is, like you know, I was there early, and then the day started. I was like, holy crap! I've already been at school for an hour. Oh, she's going for the text. Okay, she's no, going for the text. My mom texted she's me. She's going for the text. No, I had to just see what my mom said, okay? <laughs> you know, I turn my phone off when I podcast. Well, my mom will yell at me, so. Can't have that. No, Tracy will beat me up. Why do you call your mom by her first name? I don't. Yeah, you just did. You can't call me by my first name, but you call your mom Tracy. That's because you refer to her as Tracy. That's because I'm an adult. Yeah, but like. I don't know. It's is, just, it's fun. <laughs> what does her mom call you, Nick? Nick? I'm sure you were hoping for a better answer. Oh, <laughs> a missed opportunity. But, does, do your parents have any, like, annoying or, like, cute little, like, pet names for you? Yes. Yeah. Tell me. No, I'm not. I'm yes! Not releasing not... those. <laughs> I'll, I'll release the hound on this. I, my, okay. my mom used to call me Scooter all the time. Oh, I, yeah. I, I still have this image. Fat little cry. Scooter. Just running around. My yeah. mom calls me Frangelica sometimes. She calls you Winchy. Yeah, why did she call me that? She called me Winchy. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. How about my mom? Sandwich Maker. Another pet name that she came up with me uh, for me after a raging clinic in the parking lot was Bish, but you know. A raging, a raging clinic? No, the region clinic. I got a raging clinic I gotta go to. No, we got in a fight after. Um, the region band clinic. We got in a fight in the parking lot, and she called me a bitch. <laughs> that's awesome. Right on. Um. Oh yeah, that's one thing we're gonna add to the podcast. I was gonna ask her sister Michaela is like 
completely like they're they're both really cool, but she's really different. And the stories about Michaela are the kind of like her personal Dale stories. Oh, nice. And so if, if we could the have car? the we... car one is the one we need to go right now. <laughs> yeah, well, just a second. My my embarrassing nickname. Um, my mom used to call me because I, I, when I was little, I used to like take naps. So she, I swear to God, if you call me this, it was, uh, was nappers. So she called me nappers, and my mom still calls me that. So once in a while, Aww. yeah. So my mom calls Michaela her little Macadoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> her little mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my nickname for oh, yeah. My when little baggage. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I one time like, a couple years ago, I was really mad at my case. There's such an accident. They're they're only one year apart. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Do we, do we want to go with Michaela's stories first or Dale's story? No, we should tell Michaela's story because. I think we should. Do we oh, have some more go. questions? There were some more no, questions. That's it, that's it. Well, Aaron had a good question. Who did? Aaron. Aaron. Check your status. Yeah. Oh, Aaron Tavaka. Yeah. Yeah, she was asking about buttercream or fondant. Uh, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. All right. Well, if you don't know what fondant is, it, it's oh, imagine it's buttercream. Buttercream. Well, like butter yeah. buttercream is is. Good. It, it's a type of icing you put on a cake, but fondant. Imagine the inside of a Cadbury cream egg. Oh, yeah. No, buttercream is better. No, I say fondant is better, unless it's the rolled fondant, because that's the yeah. crap they put on wedding cakes, and it's that's like a sheet. Oh yeah, I thought you were talking about rolled fondant. <laughs> no, did you just learn all this from watching Cake Boss? Oh, who's that lady who's like Seth? You want to introduce me to her? It's like that really hot. Uh, girl on the cooking channel that uh, I can't remember her name. It starts with an N. An N? Yeah, Nigella. Oh, Nigella Lawson. Do you hear about her husband choking her? Oh my god. Did she die? No, no, her husband. There's pictures of him. They got in an argument. He started choking her. That'd be the best cooking show ever. No, wait, you know, she can get any man she wants and she can cook like a woman should be able to. Sorry. But wow. But yeah, I can't believe she put up with that. Like, yeah, well, I mean, when you're with someone for that long, it's kind of, it, it's hard to get away from that when you're with someone. I know when, when you hit me, I always come right back. That's true. So, um, Han Solo versus Mal Reynolds was the question. Who would win in a fight from Joe? That's not our Joe. This is another Joe. Okay. I already gave my reasoning. I'll give it a third time. We're having technical difficulties, but um, as much as I like Han Solo, Mal Reynolds is cagier. He's uh, smarter. Uh, Han Solo walked into a really stupid trap he should have seen coming. Mal Reynolds wouldn't do something like that, and that's why. Now we're talking about Mal Reynolds from... Serenity. Serenity, right. The dog's press was so bad. First of all, Han Solo is a pop culture icon. Mal Reynolds has been around for a season of how many episodes? 13? You know, that just because Fox canceled it doesn't diminish its greatness. Oh, I agree that it's it was a great show, but uh, we're we're talking about a legend here because uh, we're not Oof. only talking about Han Solo, but we're talking about the epicness of Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones and the President of the United States. Get off my plane! That was an awesome part of that movie. Have you seen Have you seen Air Force One with Harrison Ford? It's awesome. Um, well, hey. Hold on. Yeah, my new dog's trying to eat Karen's bobblehead. I have a bobblehead of my wife. That's weird, I know. You also have to, 
You also have to keep in mind that if you're dealing with Han Solo, you're also dealing with Chewbacca because they uh, are inseparable bed buddies. Yeah, but if you're dealing with Mal Reynolds, you're dealing with the entire crew of Serenity. Well, but then you're extending it to the entire cast. So then let's just keep it Mal Reynolds and Han Solo. Okay. I don't know. I think I think I I don't think we're ever gonna quite agree. I just think Mal Reynolds is cagier. I think he's smarter. I think I think I think, I think Han, Han Solo is a better pilot. Well, Mal Reynolds wasn't the pilot, so yeah, you're right. But I think Han Solo, I think Han Solo leads with his heart too much. I think he would. I mean, like the, the whole thing on Cloud City that should never happen, really. If you look at it, that was kind of a dumb move. Who's the better shot? Me. What? Uh, you know, it depends on uh, how you look at it. You know, like like the whole. You know, well, huh? Mal Reynolds is a pretty good shot. Remember, he was a war hero. Mal Reynolds was a war hero and like a, a really good soldier. So well, Han Solo turned into a reluctant war hero. Yeah, that's true. I, I, we never, re- I don't think we really saw a whole lot of Han Solo's marksmanship. I mean, we saw him shoot Greedo at point blank range. We saw him shoot a probe joint on Hoth. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, we've seen we saw lots of Mal Reynolds' marksmanship. Yeah, Francesca's hating this right now. No, that's now. cool. I'm, like... <laughs> I'm a good shot. I have shot a gun before. You have? Yeah, I'm good too. That's right, you live in the hood now, so you have yeah. <laughs> um, But anyway, okay, uh, let's go. At, we're going to, I guess we'll do, we're going to have a couple of segments on here. We're going to have our weekly Dale story. We'll tell a, a classic Dale story from the times when not a lot of people listen to the podcast. And we're also going to tell a Michaela story. We don't have any music cued for Michaela. So, Seth, I would ask you if this is possible. Would you be able to get a mariachi, mariachi band to play before the Michaela story? Yeah, anything. If you could get a mariachi band to come in before the Michaela story, that would be the greatest thing ever. She's not. Our family's not Hispanic, but Michaela looks like she's Mexican. Yeah, and which which I always, you know, that's not like an insult or anything. She gets like really angry at people, so we just have kept going. Because people always ask her, like, "Oh, are you Mexican?" She's like, "No." Yeah, this is so racist. You know, I'm playing in a salsa band now. Nice. Yeah, tomorrow night actually. Playing a salsa band down at the Cadillac Ranch. Yeah, what? <laughs> it's just like it's it's just like a... <laughs> okay. Before we go any further. We're gonna tell a Michaela story. This is one of my favorites. Okay, so a couple years ago, we were in the car with my mom. We were pulling out of our neighborhood. And the entrance to our neighborhood was on this really busy road. By the way, we realize Seth can beep out what you're going to have to say for this, so you can go ahead. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so After we're about to dark, pull out. uncensored. <laughs> and so we're about to pull out of the neighborhood, and the road's super busy, and so we were sitting there forever because no one would let us out. And finally, like, we see this opening sort of, like, this car was kind of close, but like we were not going to get hit by this car, but it was still, you know, a little close. And... My mom just pulls out really fast because we've been sitting there for like 10 minutes. And Michaela looks out the window and sees this car that's, you know, getting kind of close to us. And Michaela just screams. So she's like, ah, just screams like really loud and scared me. She scared the crap out of my mom. My mom turns and goes, F- yeah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> Michaela. This is a mother yelling this at her child. <laughs> not because she was, it just like screamed, like, F- you. It's like really loud. And Michaela bursts into tears. Michaela is sobbing. She's like crying. She's like, 
freaking out. Like, you hate me, Mom! Why did you say that to me? If you really like, don't have a leg to stand up, you just said that to your child. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my mom had to pull over into, like, the school parking lot. She's like, Michaela, I am so sorry. I did not mean that all. You just scared the crap out of me. Like, Michaela, I was so scared. I really thought that something bad happened. I'm so sorry, Michaela. I wasn't really directing that at you. I was just saying I know that. Something, I think something bad's happened. My first response is to yell, Michaela, she's like, Michaela, it just scared me. Like, I wasn't trying to direct that at you. I was just like, saying that out loud. <laughs> like, she wasn't trying to say that at Michaela. She was like, saying it out loud. Like, That's why she turned to Michaela. And <laughs> she, I don't know why she said that. And Michaela is... Like shaking, she's crying so hard. I like and your dad's. Response. I was sitting in the back, just like laughing. We get home, and my mom told my dad, and as soon as my dad hears the story, he just starts laughing so hard. Yeah. It was so funny. So, do you, do you want you want me to tell my classic Dale story about the time that he got mad at me for farting? Yeah, you could tell that. We that's the one I told on the first episode. A lot of people on it. We got to fo- follow up that public service announcement for women driving. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right, so we're on episode number 20 now. So on the first episode ever, I told this. But um, we were all over at our trombone teachers. Oh, wait, we haven't we haven't done the intro music yet. Listening. it. This is the Weekly Dale story. Or just is looking like, what the heck was all... Those are all things that we actually would hear him say. Yeah. Dale was our trombone teacher in college, and uh, he was crazy. And the impression you hear Seth and I doing is actually how he sounded. It's not a caricature or anything. It's how it sounded. And uh, one time, I... Uh, we were at his house, he would have, like, these Frisbee games, and uh, we'd all been in his house. Okay, you could not do that. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a lesson again. And when we got done Why with the Frisbee Why are you relaxed? Game, <laughs> we we got done the prison game. We're all sitting on his lawn talking, and I didn't realize Dale's head was right under me. Wait, why is his head under you? <laughs> yeah, I just realized how bad that sounds. I'm sorry. He was sitting. I was sitting up in a chair. You're sitting, he was sitting on, on top of him. You're about to have a lesson. You're about to have a lesson. Give you a lesson, old man. Anyway, Dale's like a was under his head. I'm going to school him. Put on your knee pads. I need shit guards. I can't you know, play I can frisbee without shit guys, guards. Let you guys just do your own gross. Dale, Dale had his sweatbands on too. The sweatband on his forehead. So anyway, Dale is a. Dale's sitting there. He's he's sitting on the ground, and I'm sitting on a chair above him. And I don't realize that his head is right there the under somebody. me. But you shut up, or I will not tell the story. So I lift up my leg, and to this day, let out one of the, I still consider one of the top five farts of mine. Is that what? No, no, that wasn't. That was, it really was top five fart. I lift it up and just, and everyone starts laughing. And Dale's like, oh, oh I was like, you're five years old. Wait, Nick's so around. why is his head? Because like, I was sitting here, and he was sitting on the ground. Oh, right okay, yeah. okay, okay. So anyway, <laughs> she was talking was was off on that. <laughs> so anyway, I, you know, I didn't realize I could tell. He had that little look in his eye like that. Eh. He was mad. Yeah, yeah he's, you know, like we're part of his lip quiver. You know he's ticked. So I'm like, oh, uh, I'm so just the next trying to day, think of something to say right now. And when I do... Uh... Well, the, the next day I walk by his office, and it says, Nick, please see me ASAP. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> And I had to be somewhere, so I figure that gets me out of it. Of course, it doesn't. Yeah. He's like, 
at two minutes, which I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> going to be like an hour. And I go in there, I'm like, yeah, Dale, what's going on? He goes, yeah, sit down for a minute. I'm like, oh, no. And I sit down, I was like, what's up? Need and he's like, uh, I need to talk to you about about uh, what happened. Your yesterday. Terrible did you know? Did you know that was what he wanted to talk about? I had I had a feeling, yeah. but I was like hoping like this can't be about the fart. Please don't tell me this is about the fart. He goes, I was deeply offended when you farted at my house last night, and I was like, Yeah, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I just he goes, You know that was just gross. I mean, I, it was my head was right there. You farted on me in my own home, and I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. You know, we were all outside. I didn't even think it was. But you know, that's not even the main thing. You, I can't believe you even think it's okay to fart around other people. You don't fart around other people ever. Yeah. Man. Now at this point, Dale still has the high ground. Like Dale is right. Like you shouldn't yeah. fart, you know, on someone's head. It's, it's, it's not like morally wrong. It's just bad etiquette. Yeah. It's like, but, but Dale, Dale, but Dale starts losing the high ground here. He goes, "You don't fart around people ever." And I tried to just like do the whole uh huh no I guess no you see you're just trying to no you know this Dale used his limited amount of skills of perception to see I was just trying to he goes no, no you still you're just going to go out there you're still going to do it you <laughs> fart around people I'm like you're a habitual flirter yeah I'm like I'm, I'm not. I said, Dale, I mean, I just fart around my friends sometimes. I thought, he goes, no, you should never do that. You don't fart around other people ever. And I, I, I asked this one. I said, okay, Dale, don't tell me that you didn't have, like, friends in college and stuff that you fart. No. I never farted around anyone. Uh-uh. And he says, I've had people come to me and complain about you and Seth and Brad farting all the time. <laughs> that was what he would always tell us that. Yeah. He would always tell yeah. us that. I've had people come to me and tell me they don't like being around you. Like yeah, I was like, no one's com- I, I, that's what I said. No one's complained to you about our farting. I was like, who? He goes, well, I can't say. <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> no that's what it was. But... Don't, don't, you, no one's done that. And I said, Dale, I'm sorry. I'll never fart around to you. No, because my job's not just to teach you about trombones. It's to teach you about life. And I'm you a don't know, But yeah, you don't know how to... How to I said, Dale, what do you do when your wife farts around you? And he was like, I don't let her. I don't let her. He chokes her. Because, like that lady. Yeah, yeah, he goes, he goes, because, because then the romance would be... What are you choking? So, so she, so, <laughs> and now here's the thing. She, and then he says, you know, I don't think you understand. I mean, it's really bad. Okay, do you know what a fart is? And I look at him like, like that's a really hard, like that's a weird question. It's a rhetorical because, question. Yeah, but... Because do you know what a fart is? But he waited for my response, and I'm like, uh, some something bad. He goes, a fart is your sh, and I don't want to smell your sh. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I don't. And I mean, I eventually, after about an hour of this round and round, got out of the office. But that's just a taste of our Dale stories. <laughs> So, all right. Well, I guess I guess we'll leave you guys now. Thank you to Francesca for having better stories this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the Holocaust. Yeah, can you go back to the Holocaust story again? Yeah. That was better. Yeah. <laughs> so. you know, in, like, my not-getting trouble stories. There was another time where, actually, me and Hannah actually did sneak into Andrew's house, and his mom caught us on New Year's Eve. Oh, year. yeah. Yeah, this... If you're a guy, that's got to be great. But uh, Andrew was even, yeah, they, she, they snuck into someone's house and were hiding in the closet. Yeah. And then what happened after that? Okay, well, we were hanging out with Andrew on New Year's Eve, and it was like 8.30, and his mom made it home. And we're like, shh, you're boring. And so we decided we'd go over to his house, and his sister's room's on the first floor. Actually, all the rooms on the first floor. But, like, Andrew wasn't in his room, so we snuck in through Grace and Hannah's window. 
and we were like hiding in like the depths of their closet and Andrew came in we were just like all talking and stuff like there's no reason we had to sneak in like if we just knocked on the doors mom would have been like oh yeah hey like come in probably and <laughs> but we just thought it'd be more fun to climb into the window and I have no idea why we were still in the closet but we just thought it'd be fun to like I don't know do that does the story get better yeah it does I promise we should have ended about four minutes ago this, we, we're on a downhill slope here <laughs> no this, this really does get better and so Miss Waddell kept coming into Grace and Hannah's room that's the mom yeah their mom and she was like why are y'all laughing I just keep hearing you laughing like what's going on like, nothing's going on me and Hannah are like deep in the depths of Grace and Hannah's closet and there, and she'd leave, and she kept coming back in. And she, one time she comes, she's like, "What is going on? Like, there, you need to tell me right now because I know that nothing this hilarious is going on." And me and Hannah just like poked our heads out of the closet, and you could tell that she was kind of um, like amused that we had been in it the whole time. But then she was kind of pissed off because we'd snuck into her house. And so after, so she, her response, she laughed, but then she politely asked us to go home, and then later yelled at Grace and Hannah. Can we can we go to back to the Holocaust for a minute? <laughs> no, I thought that was pretty good. Oh. 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 We were doing so well until I know. Then. <laughs> I thought you okay. You told me that was a good. Show. It is, but I don't know. It just didn't really. I think you have to know the people. Yeah, right? yeah. If you know them, then it's fun. Yeah, like your Michaela story is great because a mother yelling that at her child. <laughs> Yeah. And then trying to say I didn't mean it at you, which she said. <laughs> it's amazing. There's so many other Michaela stories though. Like, we'll do, oh, we'll talk. That'll be that'll be a segment. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and every story set ends with Michaela crying. Well, that's acceptable. Yeah, every every single every story. single story ends with her crying, which is weird. I've never seen her cry. She's usually a pretty tough kid, but every story ends with her crying. Yeah, like even th- sometimes. <laughs> I, I really want to tell Isabel. Like when we print we'll tell that one. Later. That'll be another one. Let's, in let's in other about. exciting news, the Spurs are tied with the Heat right now. Oh, yeah. That's a big Spurs fan. He has to watch the game. Got to watch a big game. Yeah, yeah. Watch that game. Yeah. I tell you what, though, Seth. I learned things about you I didn't know. Like, I didn't know about you crying on the tug of war. That's just so adorable. I don't know why, but I want to give you a hug. Little baby. Oh, I yeah. cried forever, man. I was, I was so distraught after losing that. Because I... In in field day, the fat kid, his only justification for being there is feats of strength. And when you lose the <laughs> ultimate feat of strength, the tug of war, well, you have no business being on the on, in field day. So, do you think it's, it's not like they have pie eating contests at field day or something? Actually, we did at ours. We used to. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. So, um, would you would you be able to put mariachi band music in before the Michaela story? I'll find something. Okay, and then, uh, I don't know, maybe we should edit out Francesca's entire story. Please do, like, I thought, okay, it was funny when I told it in person, like, the first time. This podcast <laughs> will be about 30 minutes long, don't worry. Unless you could put, unless you could put in the background the lullaby song. <laughs> don't want you telling the story. I'll put on some, like, NPR music or something. <laughs> no, just cut that one out, because, like, it, it was... It was funny when you laughed when I told it to you. That's because I know the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting better, though. You only had one lame story today. Instead of, like, three. Yeah. You had a story about a girl named Daisy dookie in her pants, and she used to call them dookies. That's that's the goal right there. Yeah, she she called it a dookie. And then you guys called her, and she didn't even know that you guys (laughs) were calling her that. That was so funny. 
So. All right, so Seth, do you have anything left to say to our, our intrepid listeners? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all? This is two, you said it wasn't going to be weekly, and this is a weekly podcast, yeah, technically. Out. Well, it'll, it'll be weekly once... Uh, well, it won't be weekly once I get it edited and posted. But it's close enough, given our three-month dearth of material. Yeah. Not like this is material, but it's uh, it's something. I liked. I don't know. I thought the I thought the question about embarrassing stories. I learned and the thing about you going naked in the pool was <laughs> so funny. Oh my god! I revolutionized the uh, the swim meet. That's what I did. That's why, like all the time, if I go to the beach with and they're like guys there, they always have underwear on under their bathing suits. I'm like, why are you doing that? It's like because if your bathing suit gets ripped off in a chicken fight. Yeah, in a chicken fight. You got backup. All right. Well, Seth, good luck to your Spurs, even though I don't think they have a chance because David Stern's going to win in Game 7. For a second, I thought you said Spurs. I was like, what? what? Why would I wish him luck? <laughs> I have no idea. I need all the luck I can get, Nick. I need it. Give it to like, me. Why would I wish him luck? I don't know. Like, like I didn't What a reason- terrible basketball basket. <laughs> You're San Antonio Spurs! <laughs> like, I, I was like, wait, he said Spurs, not Spurs. The San Antonio stream swimmers. There they. <laughs> uh, like, I, I, like, it was only for a brief second, and then I was like, no. But. Oh. <laughs> On that note. Alright, Seth. Enjoy the rest of the game. You've gotten quiet, so I guess you're watching. Who's talking? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, wa- right. I'm gonna go watch some Charles Barkley. See what he has to say on everything. He's gold. Even if the game's bad, Charles Barkley would say something good. All right, I well. think that Tim Duncan is an outstanding athlete. He is not turbo. Oh, next week I need to at camp. It was really late and I was really tired. We were all like sitting in my room and I did the whole Miss America pageant by myself. I was every contestant and the host. And what time I had, like, stories a bunch is different over. Impressions. Seth's getting angry. Let's go. Time for stories. It's over. (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you later, Seth. All right. See you guys.